Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Reading to Kids podcast. You have to stop this. Secret series by Pseudonymous Bosch. The secret series, book number five, chapter 15, The Library, page 135. Max Ernest was so preoccupied with the curious case of the walking mummy, the actual case, not his graduation speech, that he had almost forgotten that he had detention Monday morning. Luckily, when he tried to sit down at the nuts table at recess, Glob and Daniel, not Danielle, were there to remind Max Ernest of his pitiable fate. Oh, pit, yeah, pitiable, pitiable. I think it's pitiable. I don't know. P I T I A B L E. Pitiable. I don't think so. They felt sorry for him when they fortified him with a new pizza flavored flavored energy bar and an old silver surfer comic, respectively, before steering him away f- towards his place of confinement. The school library. The library had once been Max Ernest's favorite place on campus. When he was in the lower grades, he hadn't yet become friends with Cass and Yoyoji. The books in the library provided a refuge from the confusing world of the playground. In those days, other kids always seemed to be speaking in a code, a code he couldn't crack no matter how many methods he applied. Books, on the other hand, he could rely on to explain themselves. And if a book used a word he didn't know, he could always look up the definition. He used to sit in the corner of the library, reading and reading, first of first the Hardy books, the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew, then later Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and Edgar Allan Poe. As he read, he would imagine he was an apprentice investigator, hired to assist the detective heroes, never guessing what he would be solving that he would be soon solving the mysteries of his own mem- and as a member of the secret international or- organization, the Turkish Society. Today, he has entered the library. As he entered the library, he could see he could hardly see a trace of the room that he remembered. The old librarian, Pam, had retired a year before, and budget cuts meant that she had to be replaced, that she had yet to be replaced. Gone were Pam's more eccentric shelf labels. Books to read when you're sick. <sighs> books for boys who like bugs. Books that smell. Like old shoes. The only posters that remained on the wall were strict admonishments about the virtues rather than pleasures of reading. In any event, there was no question of Max Ernest picking up a new mystery to read right now. Whether he liked it or not, he was more than a, more than sufficiently occupied with a mystery already, a mummy mystery, and a doozy of a mummy mystery, and a doozy of a mu- mummy mystery at that. Miss Johnson came out from behind the library's librarian's desk when she walked when he walked in. Sit. She pointed to a table where Cass was already seated and writing in her notebook. Doctor, Nif- Doctor. N- 
Defo. I think it's N. I think it's silent N D E F O. So Dr. Defo hasn't told me yet what happened at the museum, but I understand things did not go well. I'm sure I will learn all the details soon. In the meantime, I want you to work on your graduation speech and reflect on the terrible fate that awaits you. Oh my gosh, she is horrible. That awaits you should choose not to grad. Should you should you choose? I not let you to graduate. Yeah, she can say you can't walk, but you can't not graduate. Walking means like at the end when you graduate, you walk and get your, you walk up and grab your diploma. It's fine. Not only will you have to relieve, relive the current year with me, but you will in all likelihood be dooming yourself to a life of crime and poverty, homelessness, hunger, early death. Those things that you, those are things you can look forward to. Jesus, this principle is awful. Max Ernest nodded, gulping. You forgot prison. Where do you think you are now? And rest assured, I will be back to chuck on you, so no funny business, she added as she walked out. Max Ernest hadn't seen Cass watching the video. Hadn't seen Cass since watching the video, and there were many things that he wanted to say when he walked up to her. But instead of blurring everything out at once, blurting everything out at once, he extended his hand, shake. Why, said Cass, shutting her notebook. She couldn't remember the last time they'd shaken hands, if they ever had. Just do it. Wearily, warily, Cass took his hand and then jerked it away. What was that? Did you, did you take my ring? No, look. He opened his palm and revealed a round metal disc with, the, uh, with a button in the middle. Cass looked at it through... Cass? Come on. Cass looked at it through... Though it might be a trigger for a bomb. And that is a hand buzzer. It's a prank. Very old school. You know, like the whoopee cushion. It's a, like, or like the squirt ring. Anyway, it's got a spring inside. I thought maybe that that's how the abyss ring works. How about that? So you think that the ring is a prank too? Asked Cass, doubtedly. A joke ring from ancient Egypt? Max Ernest shrugged. Well, Dr. Dr. Amun liked cartoons right maybe he liked pranks too he wasn't about to tell her he got the idea from his dream where's yo yoji by the way no idea maybe he got spooked by the idea of a walking mummy and he dropped out of school and we're never gonna see him again yo yoji i doubt it they were in silence for a moment for reasons that had only partially to do with walking mummy and an ancient secret talking wasn't as easy between them as it had been in even shorter time before max Ernest eyed her book is this is this the you-know-what in there? I mean, the hieroglyphs? Cass hesitated. Blink once for yes, twice for no. Cass rolled her eyes. That's okay. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to show me either. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. He practiced these words in his head, and he felt that he had delivered them with, admir- with admirable calm. Cass looked at him. You get that it's not because I don't want to, right? You don't? I mean, it's not, said Max Ernest. Max Ernest couldn't look her in the eye. No, you dummy. Haven't you haven't you noticed? Oh, hold on. Haven't you noticed I keep asking for your help even though I can't really talk about it? I can't do this without you. You know that. You're the one who found the ring in the trunk, remember? I didn't think you'd notice, said Max Ernest, trying not to choke up. Actually, if you want to know the truth, I didn't think you really wanted to be friends anymore. What? That's ridiculous. They both laughed. Because remember, that's Yo-Yoji's new word. Okay, 
Well, now that that's settled, so what do you think it is? Max Ernest shook his head. I don't know. I have no idea. But this walking mummy, I can't help feeling he must have something to do with it. Cass looked up at her friend in surprise. He didn't usually put much stock in his feeling, only facts. So when you think the mummy really came back to life, so do you think the mummy really came back to life? She asked. You, you, Mr. Rational? Well, I didn't say exactly that. Hey, wait, I just thought of something, said Cass excitedly. Quick, quickly, she opened her notebook and peeked inside, careful not to let Max Ernest see what she was looking at. Is there a hieroglyph that looks like feet? And what, and could it mean, ooh, could it mean walk? <coughs> Bless you. Oh, God, I felt that on my arm. Nasty. Yeah, there's a hieroglyph that looks like feet. I know, that's so funny. We're 22. Yeah, there's a hieroglyph that looks like feet. There's one that pretty much looks like everything, and sometimes it means walk. I think he can also mean run, cross, move, go, whatever it makes sense for where it is. Cass wrote the notes on Max as Max Ernest talked. Forget that I'm telling you this, she said, but for a long time I thought the last hieroglyph of the code, it, it just looked like the letter V. But now I'm thinking it's sort of, I sort of drew the V with feet. Maybe feet were the important part of the hieroglyphs, and I just didn't realize it. So you think that you, you're thinking that the you know what is about walking, and therefore that's what made the mummy walk. I thought it was about an abyss or thoth. Max Ernest couldn't hide his skepticism. So what's in your theory? What's your theory about? So then, what's your theory about what it is? What it is? So then, what's your theory about what it is? That doesn't make any sense. So then. What's your theory about what it is? Oh, okay, that makes more sense, duh. So then what's your theory about what it is? Cass asked, closing her notebook. I know you have one. You always do. Max Ernest shrugged. In truth, he did not have a theory about what the secret was. Not currently. For a long time, he suspected that the secret might have something to do with the legendary philosopher's stone, the magical substance that was the holy grail of the alchemy, and that turned to lead that turned lead into gold. It made people immortal. Most recently, however, he'd begun to doubt his theory. The Philosopher's Stone was a European myth, the secret in the hands of the origin, original, or, or that originated in ancient Egypt. Didn't it therefore make sense to look for secret in Egypt, the secret in Egypt mythology? He thought that he might still have to, he might have hit something when he read about the Book of Thoth. A book said it would contain all the spells of the universe, but then what should the secret be? If the secret came from the book of thoughts, it literally could be about anything. No, I don't, I know it's hard to believe, but I really don't have a theory. He said, you hoo or you hoo for a second. Neither of them recognized the giddy girl bouncing through the door with a sheepish, with a sheepish yo-yoji in tow. Hey guys, did y'all miss me? Amber? Cass and Max Ernest cried out at the same time. Amber appeared transforms, and yet the most astonishing thing about her transformation was how much like herself she still looked. She was still, she was just a better, more beautiful version of Amber that they'd known for years. All traces of acne gone, her skin smoother than ever, with a new hint of pink cheeks and new dewiness on her lips. Her eyes sparkled. Her smile ever vested. Well, 
Her hair shimmered when, it, when she tossed it. It seemed to float in slow motion like a shampoo commercial brought to life. There was something dazzling and unreal about her. She was a mirage of youthful perfection. What happened to you, said Max Ernest. We heard you went blind or something. Is that what people are saying? Amber laughed. A tinkly laugh that chilled her schoolmates without quite knowing why. I just had a little cold, that's all. So sorry to keep your friend out of the, out of detention. Miss Johnson said I could borrow him for a moment. Amber smiled at Yoyoji. I know I know it was torture for him, right, Yoyoji? Yoyoji didn't say anything, but his cheeks flushed red. Borrow him? He's not a library book, said Cass, stone-faced. Well, it's just that he's so good with graphics and computers and stuff. I needed to make a poster for grad night, Amber said breezily. See? She held a flyer out with King Tut's mask on it. It doesn't, doesn't it look awesome? Ridiculous, right? <laughs> now she's using Yo-Yoji's word. Max Ernest noted silently that Amber had used Yo-Yoji's word without apparent effort. Oh yeah, totally ridiculous, imitated Cass, obviously not obviously noting the same thing so silently the theme is to be king tut amber blithely continued you know like dancing like an egyptian we've been practicing she demonstrated bending her arms and wrists at the right angles and thrusting one hand back and forth come on yoyoji show them blushing even harder yoyoji put his hands in position and started doing the egyptian dance amber smiled at Cass and Max Ernest. Cool, huh? Max Ernest winced. It wasn't like dancing like an Egyptian necessarily un was uncool. Max er Ernest didn't quite, didn't feel qualified to make that judgment one way or another. It was just seeing Yoyoji reduced to following Amber's orders. It was more disturbing than when Yoyoji had been in the grip in the in the grip of seventeenth century samurai. Why don't you guys try? Said Amber. Amber suggested. Cass and Max Ernest shook their heads. Not a chance. With Amber's attention directed at the others, Yoyoji pointed at Amber as if to say, don't look at me, look at her. But somehow that only made it worse. Max Ernest looked at Cass to see if she was responding to the humiliation of their friend. Her face remained calm, but her ears were fury crim crimson. Indeed, a lot of thoughts were racing through Cass's head at the moment. Most of them unreliable and a polite company in polite company but one question was paramount what happened to amber speaking of the dance do you guys have any egyptian stuff asked amber casually i don't know like maybe some costumes or something left over from the egyptian unit my costume was paper and it ripped when both of my parents tried to take it said max Ernest truthfully dude why are they even talking to amber and why is yoyoji talking to her yeah i'm honestly annoyed because this this little brat yeah mm -hmm. yeah no. what about you Cass don't you have anything Amber asked Cass shook her head staring at Amber the only other person Cass knew to have changed so dr dramatically was their friend Benjamin Blake and his transformation had been courtesy of the midnight sun come to think of it the new Amber reminded Cass very much of a young Miss Mobius Maybe some jewelry, Amber. Maybe some jewelry, Amber persisted. Like a bracelet or a ring or something? Mm-hmm. She's trying to poke for information. 
What would you want a ring for, asked Cast, a vague suspicion beginning to form in her mind. Oh, I was just thinking, you know, for like a prize for the queen of the dance or something. Not for me, if that's what you're thinking, said Amber with a laugh. Why, do you have an Egyptian ring that you could loan us? That would be awesome if you did. Well, while Amber spoke, Yoyoji kept motioning behind her back. At first, Cast thought he was just doing an Egyptian dance, but then she realized Yoyoji was trying to point to something after looking amber up and down then again Cass figured out what the, what it was the silver tote bag hanging from amber's shoulder hey amber where'd you get that bag she asked at the at the top of the bag was a tag bearing an insignia of a black sun and the words solar zero llc um i got it and actually i don't remember amber stammered her bubbly ease momentarily fizzing i think it was my mom's i can try and get you one if you'd like she added recovering uh that's okay i just thought i recognized the name Cass looked significant looked significantly at her friends as amber walked quickly away max Ernest's eyes widened that's it i knew it was a weird name zero and 24 hours time zero and 24 hour time is midnight oh solar zero what is that that means it Zero means midnight, if if the clock's at zero. And solar means... Cass nodded, and solar means sun. Mm, midnight sun. Yep, that makes sense. The three friends looked at each other, acknowledging the, the awful fact. Solar Zero LLC was a midnight sun, which meant the midnight sun had financed the mummy exhibit, which meant the mummy's arrival in their lives and his mysterious departure was no coincidence at all it was something much worse how does the midnight sun just keep getting involved in everything Mm -hmm. i don't understand is it like her town is her town like the movie hocus pocus like salem where like all the in salem all the witchy stuff happens so is in this secret town all like the weird stuff happen i don't know doesn't make sense Something's missing here. Some piece of the puzzle is missing that doesn't make any sense. 